Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to day 78 of Hyaku Monogatari Kaidankai, 100 Days, 100 Supernatural Stories. Today's stories launch us into the Halloween season, when ghosts and goblins and mysterious forces wield their power, when the magic of witches creeps into the lives of innocents, when things thought impossible become possible, even likely when the freaks and the powerless, the people living at the edges of society, finally feel at home and empowered, even if for only one day. Anna has written a work of flash fiction called Becoming that takes us on a freakish journal of renewal. And Gwyn Helverson offers a series of eerie poems that journey through a different type of change. Anatessa is an artist who creates sculptures, installations, and works on paper using fabric and text. Her work has been exhibited at museums in the U.S. and Japan. Gwyn Helverson is an academic, writer, and artist who has lived in Japan for decades. Here is Becoming by Anatessa. Enjoy. She laid the silvery satin cloak neatly on her bed. It was a full-length hooded cloak she had stitched by hand. She had stretched out the fabric on her work table and cut each of eight pieces to form a circular pattern. She sat down, and from her chair, she stared at the polished surface of the fabric. Reflected in the folds, she could see her tools, sewing needles, pins, scissors, colored thread, and remnants of fabric, reproducing countless images of themselves in multiple directions. She stood up, and as the front flaps of the cloak moved slightly apart, she entered the cloak's inner lining. She lay still in the dark interior, unflinching, while familiar objects brushed against her skin, punctured through, and burrowed into her flesh. A renewal had begun. From now on, we will shelter each other and we will be stronger than ever, she thought. 
with spools of cotton threads spinning around her calves, scraps of linen fabric weaving in and out of her neck and spine, silk pins embedded in her elbows and knees, and sewing needles threaded through her waist. She cried out, ecstatic, blissful, joyful, It's happening! We have fused! And so the creature emerged. And now, here are four poems by Gwen Helverson. Enjoy. Awry. Moss. The antlers of a deer hung over the mantle, dripping velvet. A necklace of strung acorns. And bones from sparrow wings. A fire. And a hacking cough. The fire over which red centipede legs turn black and crumble. Twisting the cork out of a green bottle, more silty powder. Plans go awry. Far from this forest, crawling with centipedes, plans go awry. A dash of this, a dash of that. Ten thousand legs of marching poison in the pot. Just as the witch has planned. Ten thousand legs march awry. Plans go awry. The cough becomes a cackle. Just as the witch has planned, plans go awry. The branding. Pale, flaccid skin. Limbs limp. Icy black eyes. Tangled strands. The witch's ashen hair like a web on the snow. Perched on branches, flaking, layers of bark, swaying in the breeze, tangled strands, the witch's ashen hair, a swallow's nest. Waning moon. A ghost in human form crosses the bridge, one bark from afar, then silence. In the forest, the sound of one hand clapping as a tree falls down. I wonder if anyone else felt sad by these two contributions. Maybe it's because today is rainy and dreary and cold. But I feel like both the seamstress and the witch felt the need to protect themselves, especially the seamstress. I imagine the series of assaults that brought her to the point in this story, and I feel really sorry for her. I hope it wasn't her plans that the witch set awry. The thing I love about flash fiction and poetry is just how much can be said with so little. I felt every pin prick that Anatessa described, every strand of thread wrapping itself around and around and around the character. In Gwyn Helverson's poetry, I wanted to be that witch. There are definitely people I would put a hex on if I could, and I'll never walk a snowpath or see a swallow's nest again without thinking of the magic there. She set moods in her work that were just done so beautifully. And these are great examples of the twisted stories that we encounter in this genre. Tomorrow, too, we have some flash fiction and poetry 
but they show that supernatural stories can be humorous too. Thanks for listening today. Please like the podcast, leave a review, and I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.